gentlemen, to another episode of Under the Influence. Yes, sir. It's episode 46. 46. As always, I'm Big Gaz. I'm that guy, PM. We're here for another installment. Another episode. We're going down them roads again. Like, subscribe. All that good shit. Hit that notification bell. Lousy scoop. Excuse me as I get my stuff together. There we go. All right, there we go. Wasn't feeling hard liquors this evening. What you got there? Some some type of margarita. Uh oh. I also didn't want no wine. I don't drink beer, so. With a few of those. Hell yeah. One pint of tequila just in case it did the trick those. <laughs> so you got back up. You got back up in case it don't work the way it's supposed to work. Nothing wrong with that. You got back up. But you know, hopefully you do. Hell and yeah. I'm in trouble. I need to get up in the morning and go work out. So. Uh, oh, and excuse us for being late this week. Um, yeah. I went on a Jet vacation. Over here. Yeah. Uh, shout out to my cousin Glenn. You know what I'm saying? He uh, took a nigga to Vegas and shit. So. I'm very grateful and thankful for that. Yes, been been full twenty under the oh yeah under the Vegas lights. <laughs> it was good too. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so we recording a little late this week, so yeah. it might be up a day or so late, but nothing yeah. nothing crazy. Nothing we'll, crazy. we'll take care of it. It is what it is. It is what it is. <laughs> um, first and foremost, rest in peace, DJ K Slay. DJ K Slay. He was fifty five, right? He's been battling COVID for like four, four, four or five months, months now. Yeah. And uh, you got the rest of them. Hey. Uh, icon in the hip hop field. Hell yeah. Then uh, go all the way back to breakdancing and graffiti artist. So, Pioneer. Yeah. Rest in peace, Tim. Rest in peace. Um, you fuck with 90 Day Fiance? I've seen it. That's the man, my man on there with no neck, right? Yeah, yeah, big yeah. head. Yeah, okay, but uh, <clears throat> on that, I think he was on the same season as D as this couple. It's uh, Robert Springs and Annie uh, Francisco. She's a Dominican mm-hmm. and dude's from New York. He's a black dude, ponytail pulled back with braids. Okay, well, uh, no, they had a uh, another son, so they got a daughter and a son together. Okay, and their seven month old son, Adriel. He died of health issues. Oh, shit. You know what I mean? So, rest in peace to him. Rest in peace to him. Um, you remember the rapper Archie? Mm-hmm. We ready. We ready. Oh, shoot. Well, I always thought that was a Patrick Troy song. Uh-huh. There's a rapper named Archie. I know what you're Ever talking Soul about. or something like that. Yeah. He passed. Uh, rest in peace he, to him. Uh, was murdered. Oh, wow. By his brother. By his brother? Yeah. Yeah. Damn. No real details on any other stuff, but rest that sounds like that, like that Kevin Hart. Uh, yeah. You know, the movie he came out with. Yeah, that was a good movie, too. Uh, uh, rest in peace to Liz, Liz Sheridan. She's 92, 93. Uh, she played the mother on Seinfeld. Oh, shit. She was, uh, yeah, she was Jerry's mom. Okay. I'm pretty sure she did some other shit, too, but, you know, that's what they highlighted for, so. 
rest in peace all them. You got any more? I don't. That's all, all right. I got for that's all people I got. that have perished. So now that's over with. We get it rolling with this one here, man. You hear about that, uh, that situation in the female prison? Nah, I ain't heard nothing about the female oh, prison. Oh, man, I got one for you there. Um, New Jersey. So New Jersey prison, two women are reportedly pregnant by a trans woman that was housed in a women's facilities. Wow. Okay. I can see how that can happen. Yeah. You know. But hey, who's really living large here? He is. She, he. Whatever pronoun it wants to go by. Yeah, and we'll for the fox in the end house. <laughs> where's, where's Foghorn when you need it? And say, hey boy, hey boy. See, but shit like this is where, and like you said, like I said, we, we talk about it all the time, but I don't care what you want to be, what you want to live, what you, how you want to live your life. But in certain instances, man, there has to be lines drawn. True. Because, I mean, think about it like this, right? <clears throat> that was a trans woman. Pre-op. Because it's, because it's equipment still there. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, definitely. So, so that's still, somebody's pregnant. It's still a man. <laughs> physically, that's still a man. Yes. And by a lot, well, yeah, by a lot degree, yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, it's not It's not a post-op. It doesn't it has no, anything to Physical biology is still a man with the with the working equipment of a man. Right. Now this is my question, right? What what if any thing is there in place to stop just a normal old nigga like me if I get in trouble from saying I identify as a woman and I need to go to the women's jail? Nothing. Because according to everybody, you can't tell me how I feel on the inside. No, that's true. And even though I have That's a good point. And even though I haven't taken the steps to start any procedures to become a woman, I can say I was I've been broke and I haven't had the ability to, but I identify as a woman and I can be sent to the women's jail. And then I just be in there with all the bitches. Chill. I wouldn't be chilling. <laughs> Fucking like he was. I know. But then on the other he'd be chilling too. Yeah, no, chilling. Just, just chilling. It appears women became pregnant from consensual sexual relationships with another incarcerated person. In the. Now, this is prison, not jail. This is prison. Okay. The prisoners held at the Edna Mayon Correctional Facility in Clifton, New Jersey, which has faced a long strain of the long string of sexual harassment scandals. Yeah. Hmm. It housed the prison houses more than 800 inmates and began housing transgender women last year following a lawsuit brought by a trans inmate who lived in men's prison for 18 months in the American Civil Liberties Union lawsuit against New Jersey. So within a year uh-huh. of them housing transgender inmates Two women became pregnant. Hey, it is what it is. 
Now, I mean, how they go forward from that and what they do, that's on them. Yeah. I mean, I'm with you. I won't. It's like, what more can you say? It's like, yeah, it, it, it's evident. But I won't say no. Uh, Cause I ain't gonna say no crazy shit like that. Oh, they should. Nah, I mean, if that's what they're doing nowadays, this is what we're doing nowadays. Yeah, you know? but they see the evidence behind it. So this is the thing <laughs> when, when shit like that's going on. And you can't just start including stuff, people like that into already set situations. Okay. New things have, if y'all create new rules, new things have to be created. Right. There has to be a separation of some sort. Of some sort. You know what I mean? It needs to be the, their own wing or something to keep. This is prison. This is not about ex. Exclusivity and all that. Right. This is fucking prison. <laughs> <laughs> that is oh. crazy. See, I thought you was going to say guards. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, that makes sense. Yeah. No, other inmates. Other inmates, because they got an inmate walking around that motherfucker with a dick. That's crazy. Who apparently, after long enough, decided he might actually like some vagina. <laughs> Even though he wants his own. Take it for a test drive. He took a few of them for a test drive. He was trying to see which one he should get. So he was trying out different versions. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he said he's he going to get a landed strip yeah. with bikini wax and all that. Call this one, take it for a test drive. <laughs> <laughs> Dinner, right? <laughs> Take it for a test drive. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> uh, it's the same way I feel about sports. Sports, definitely. It's shit like it, but it has to be <clears throat> some type of no. No, it needs to be. It needs to be pioneers of the game Make the because this league. is new. Yeah. So you need your own league with your own. Yeah. You know specifics. You know what I'm saying? So, that way when, you know what I'm saying, the, the ah, what do you say, the biological people, wanna, if they want to partake, they know what they're getting into. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's not like you're saying exclude yourself, no. but include yourself in another way. You know what I'm saying? And, and I look at it like this, right? Not an exclusion, inclusion thing. Sports is set up so that people of like-minded abilities go against each other. Exactly. Look at boxing. Yeah. There's weight classes. Yeah. There's... Same with wrestling. Yeah. Um, it's so... Pretty much everything. Yeah, it's so my 400-pound ass can't just go in there and beat the dog shit up a 92-pound nigga. No. It's set up to where I would be facing someone... That's the same size or equivalent. Even if they're shorter than you, they're about the same size. Yes. Right. That's that's this so this ain't got shit to do with exclusivity and not I can't goddammit get mad right now and say I identify as a featherweight boxer <laughs> and then a motherfucker just got to let me <laughs> who box in the featherweight division. It's not no nigga that he puts you weigh, bro. <laughs> 
I wonder if somebody's going to try that. Too. <laughs> I identify as <laughs> a featherweight. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, man, I got a tipsy kindergartner, man. Oh, shit. All right. Listen. Kindergartner brings tequila to school and shares with friends. Uh, this uh, is a kindergarten student in Michigan who reportedly brought a pre-mixed tequila beverage to school and shared it with four friends. <laughs> the kindergartner. Yep. It's like a loaded. But, uh, this is a child at the uh, Grand River Academy in Livonia. Livonia? That's what it looks like to me. I'm going to say Lavanya. It says here the uh, child reportedly brought a small plastic bottle of alcohol with more than 10% alcohol in it. The mother of the one. Cocktail. Yeah. The mother of one of the students said the school contacted her on Thursday, April 14th, where her five year old daughter was one of the four students that shared the drink. She was told her daughter was fine, but the alcohol. But the school did not know much of the alcohol she had drank. Yeah. Um, so that school principal sent out a letter to the community later that day saying that school leaders uh, used uh, proper medical protocols when the issue was discovered and alerted parents. Uh, he said also that disciplinary measures will be taken. And it says, uh, a spokesperson for the school said that single-serve alcoholic beverage was marketed as an adult lemonade. So, said no students became ill and needed medical attention. Well, I can understand that. The kid that he was bringing a little juicy juice for his friends. Yeah, it says lemonade. I'm bringing my, my friends some lemonade to school. And it, and it was not. All right. It was spiked. It was a Mike's heart and a little tequila in that motherfucker. Uh, okay. He said milk, milk, lemonade, round the corner, fudges, man. <laughs> you know how. Uh, the lemonade part. You know, have you heard the, 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 the preacher nigga that they call Nature Boy? The Nature Boy. In Atlanta. No. He's basically like a black nigga that's been running a, a cult. Huh? Okay. Yeah, man. I've been hearing a little buzz about him for the last few months. Well, he was just arrested at wrong rape. <laughs> a suspected cult leader has been arrested on rape and false imprisonment charges in DeKalb County. Uh-huh. Eglo Bishop is known as God, Nature Boy, and Master Chef, Master Chief, Oh, among other names. However, the reported leader of Carbon Nation, Carbon Nation, has been accused of sending explicit pictures, also known as revenge porn, rape, and false imprisonment. His supporters say the accusations are false and the arrest is an organized attack by law enforcement. But yeah, you should understand he's a black cult leader. <laughs> Down here in Atlanta. Nah, I never heard of the nature but boy. in Georgia. That's yeah. crazy. Apparently, you can't just say Atlanta for everything that happens in nah, Georgia. But speaking of cult leaders, so this happened in Vegas. Uh, it was like, I got a lot more shit about Vegas, too. Yeah. But uh, this one happened because it goes right along with what you talk about. 
So it's uh, four of us, and we all down in the uh, casino, walking around, you know what I'm saying, gambling. My little young nephew, he's following me around like, what should I play? I'm like, play whatever, you know what I'm saying? Showing him how to do the ropes or whatever. So he gets to playing a game, and I kind of, you know, meander about in the same area and sit and sat across. Next thing I know, I hear somebody talking to him. I'm like, what? He's like, the dude's like, uh, yeah, man, uh, I know you hoop this, that, the other. How you how you uh, break your ankle or just that, uh, sprain your ankle or something yeah. like that. So by them, by him saying that, I thought maybe he knew him. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, you know, be out of town. You can see somebody you know. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But uh, dude got to talking and talking more. He came to the point where he said, yeah, man, so, you know, I'm, I'm a spiritual warrior, man. And, you know, pretty much I'm God. Whoa. You know what I'm saying? You call me God. And this, that, the other. And then he started talking about some, he got soldiers and this, that, the other. And so uh, my cousin came up to me and said, he's like, man, I don't like these machines here, man. I was like, I don't either, but uh, we ain't about to leave this little nigga here with him. Not talking to God. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's not what we doing. So we circled by one time, see what he was talking about some more, just get closer. And they would, you don't know what you're talking about. He's on some bullshit. He was. You know what I'm saying? He had a busted lip. He had dreads. And shit. So then we went over there and got him. And we was like, hey, man, uh, we about to go do this. Come on with us. You know what I'm saying? And he was like, all right, bet. Then we came. He's like, man, this nigga was just talking and talking. <laughs> I said, bro, you, you know, he's a youngster. You know what I'm saying? 21. I was like, you got to tell motherfuckers. Like that to get them to get on. To get on or you need to move. Yep. You know what I'm saying? You know, you never know what he's on. You know what I'm saying? Even though you're talking about he's a warrior guy, he can be on some funny shit. Yeah. Or he can be on some gully shit. You know what I'm saying? You never know. You never know, man. But yeah, shit. I'm trying to get him sex trafficking. Or anything, you know what I'm saying? Speaking of sex trafficking uh, people. Uh-oh. Remember the, the rapper Cash Out? He had a little couple of songs. Everyone was cashing out. But I'll never forget the his big single was called Cashing Out by artist Cash Out. I hope that's what he did, because I never heard of him. It was a hit single, but I always thought the nigga was trash. And he had like a song or two after that, but it wasn't my cup of tea, but I didn't remember. Okay. Well, according to incident reports, Cash Out and four others formed Pyres Music Group LLC to promote the rapper's music. Mm-hmm. In brand. However, the defendants are accused of using the company to coerce, entice, and recruit young women to engage in commercial sexual activity. The women were allegedly promised to move up in the company's ranks faster while receiving compensation for sex acts. Cash Out is facing 13 counts, including racketeering, trafficking a person for sexual servitude. Rape, aggravated sodomy. Aggravated sodomy. Aggravated sounds like angry, but yeah. yeah. The incident cites events that allegedly occurred in a hotel room on Fulton Institutional Boulevard. He's accused of whipping one of the girls. (laughs) Jesus, one of the girls he allegedly recruited. He also faces charges of Keeping a place of prostitution, he could face up to 25 years to life. Goddamn cash out. 
aggravated silence. I think I know. You, I remember yeah, that song. Yeah, 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 I'm cashing out. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cashing out too. He's about to cash out in prison. Do you not pass go. Passing out. Do not. <laughs> Do not collect. Give a little whistle. Aggravated <laughs> sodomy. That's what's gonna happen to him. It's gonna be chocolate thunder. Racketeering, trafficking a person for sexual servitude, rape, and aggravated sodomy. Jesus. That's a lot of shit, man. What's wrong with these niggas, bro? I don't know, man. What's wrong with these niggas and then I don't know. But I know that somebody's mad that they shipment didn't get to him. What happened? Which one you got? That happened on 420 of all days. Which which one? I-70 in Missouri. 500 pounds. 500 pound car accident. Yeah. Yeah, I had it right here. <laughs> I had it here somewhere. There's 500 pounds of cannabis flour spilled across Interstate I-70 in Missouri on 420. 500 pound right here. After three weeks, after three vehicle crash that ended in uh, drug trafficking charges. Yeah, the two Mexicans and then they had another woman with them too, or something like that. Two dudes and a woman, so they must have all been Hispanic. Because uh, according to the local news, Highway Patrol believes a semi-trailer swerved to avoid another another crash, and the pickup behind it rear-ended the semi, while another veer. Another semi, excuse me, another semi veered off the road and hit the back, hit the pickup truck. Yeah. Yeah. It says the high road says that uh, all the marijuana was in the pickup truck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, here it is. My bad. Uh, the men were arrested and charged. Yeah, so two men and a woman. And they were from Mexico. Yeah. They were charged and arrested with drug trafficking and all Three suffered moderate, moderate injuries. They didn't say nothing about the woman. Yeah, no, they didn't. They said the two men, ages 32 and 34, no names were released. Uh-huh. Been charged with felony first-degree drug trafficking and also charged with reckless driving. Crazy. So, yeah, because he put it with 30 years rather than, uh, <laughs> yeah. I like what the Missouri State Highway Police did. So they took, as they say, it took more than one patrol car to haul all 500 pounds off to the station where they took photos of the dank pile. Of course, yeah, I just had a picture of it. I had a picture of the pile. That's fucking crazy. Yeah, no, I saw that shit. I said, man. Wish I was behind that truck. Know some people got away with something. They had to get away with something, man. That's fucked up. Yeah, boy. I tell you what, if I'd been behind that truck, they'd only seized about 150, <laughs> whatever I couldn't fit in my truck. Because <laughs> I'm out of here. Hell yeah. Like, I am trying to get little. You hear me? I need so I wonder how many people did actually get something yeah, off of it. I'd imagine, man, they'd, man, they'd have had to. If they wasn't like on one of those steep incline high interstate parks, you know what I mean? Hey, it's been a rough day for marijuana. Another another one? The woman was arrested after police say her vehicle ran out of gas on the interstate Tennessee. Oh. And she left behind her truck that contained 229 pounds of marijuana. 
Somebody didn't make sure they was going <laughs> running right. Who the fuck doesn't get gas? According to the reports, the car was driven by a 54-year-old woman, Catherine Mardich, uh, and was driving in an uh, abandoned van. State Police Department. Yeah. So she's like, ran out of gas, left her behind. I was just smelling marijuana coming from the vehicle and conducted a search and found 229 pounds of marijuana in boxes, also $18,000 in cash. Ooh. She was charged with possession of controlled substance with intent to deliver, manufacture, or sell. Ooh. Jesus. Hey, she showed back up with gas as the police were completing the search. Damn. I might have to tip them off. No, her shit was chilling and they stopped to. Oh, man. So she ran out of gas. How she left her shit open? Yeah. Oh. She was driving and had been hit. Her the car she was driving had been hit after being abandoned on I fifty five. So basically, she ran out of gas. Somebody hit it. Uh, transportation workers then moved the car to a nearby address to, to safely complete the crash report and eventually tow the vehicle. Police then learned that the car had been had had run out of gas and the driver left behind. She showed up as the police were completing the crash report. Officers told her the vehicle would be towed, and she told the police to go on ahead inside the car. Oh. After they smelled the marijuana coming from the vehicle, they conducted a search, and they found 229 pounds and $18,000 in cash. Damn. She just had an all-around bad day. She ran out of gas, left the car, and then some stranger ran into a car full of weed and twenty thousand dollars of cash. Essentially, <laughs> that's crazy. Dude, people, the the well, one that's thing, some, that's some bad luck right there, though. Yeah. she went to go get the gas, but she should have had the she nerve. Had she should have had the gas if she had that much shit on her and money. Oh shit! Oh my bad, people. That and money, though, you know what I mean? So she should have took her ass to the goddamn petrol station. You know, some dude flipping his wig right the fuck now. He is flipping his shit. 20 stickers of 229 pounds. Woo-wee. Nigga. That's fucking crazy. Bad day for the reefers. How you feel about this, man? What's up? So this is uh, Dwayne Haskins' parents. Yeah. Not attending the funeral because so they never met his wife. Or spoke to her. And what they their reasoning is because they don't want it to be the first time meeting her and speaking to her at an event as such. Because you go down there a day or two before. Yeah. And you get to then you get to, you spend a day or two with your dead son's now grieving widow so that you get to know her, then you attend your child's fucking wedding. Let me, uh, funeral. Funeral. Yeah. Fucking weirdos. And, you know. I, I saw that story and I, it kind of rubbed me such a wrong way. I ain't even write it down. But that's one of the reasons I wrote it down because it, the way it rubbed me, I'm like, 
why wouldn't you go meet the? Why didn't you try to meet her before? And even if you didn't meet her before, because I understand how the shit be sometimes. I don't agree with it, right? But I understand how shit be sometimes, right? If, if they, if she, if they met while he was on the other side of the country, playing, and they went and eloped, and it just hasn't been, been that back to see my. He's twenty four years old. Yeah, no time for shit. Especially him being in the NFL and training all the time and shit. I got married. I was 24 years old. Sometimes you just don't. You don't include people and shit. You just do shit. So I get that. I get how that could happen. But there's no way in the world I would let that stop me from going and seeing my child. Right. Being sent away. Being sent away. And then if they if they not going to funeral, that means they probably don't have any, anything to do with the planning of the funeral. Right. Or any of that shit. Which I'm not cool with that either. Right. But no. that's his spouse, so Yeah, no, 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 but but does it but did the story say she told them not to come? No. That's because that's what I read the story to see if she was being like Nah, telling them not to come. That's what I thought was too. That's why I looked into it and I was like, Oh, I, I mean I get it from a moral aspect, but Man, I go down this there. is your son, you know what I mean? Unless y'all gonna have the body transported back to y'all, and y'all have another, yeah. But yeah. even even with that, bro, that's his wife, and he love that girl, right? And you ain't got no reason to like hate her or nothing crazy like that. Fly down that motherfucker two, three days before the funeral, and spend a few days with your yeah. the woman that loved your son. Exactly. You know what I mean, but I just wanted to see how you felt about that one because I felt I feel a like they way fucking tripping. Hell yeah, I feel like they tripping. <laughs> hard than a bitch almost as hard as this nigga okay let me tell you about this goofy shit alright black mayor proclaims April confederate history month in a Tennessee town look at this cool are are, are those what? who's behind it White folk. And they are those hoods? Uh no. Okay, the way the picture looked, it looked like they had hoods no, on. And he just Confederate flags. Okay. Well I mean what what are we what what is he propagandin on this? Black I mean, Tennessee mayor declared April Confederate History Month while surrounded by white members of the Sons of the Confederate Veterans. Which has, which says it celebrates the history of the Confederacy while denouncing racism. What? You can't. Okay, that's why. Yeah, I'm not gonna feed into the bullshit on that. Yeah, but damn. Livingston Mayor Curtis Hayes, who appears to be non-partisan with no record of any party affiliation. Signed a proclamation last week. The members of the, the members of the Sons of the Confederate veterans in its Tennessee-based group, comprised of male descendants of Confederate soldiers. Overton County News reported the, S- the SCV members described the Civil War as the Second American Revolution, meant to preserve liberty and freedom. To state that the group is. Benevolent, non-political, non-racial, and non-sectarian. <laughs> the sons of the Confederate veterans neither embrace nor expose acts of 
ideologies of racism or religious bigotry <coughs> and further condemn the misuse of the sacred symbols and flags to conduct the same according to the group's website. Despite the group's claims <laughs> that it has repeatedly been criticized for allegedly trying to push the narrative that slavery wasn't at the forefront of the Civil War, Hayes' office and the SCV did not immediately respond to the da, 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 da. Hayes, who has served as a mayor for more than 15 years, oh, wow. has previously been recognized by the NAACP, receiving the group's diversity award at the Cokeville Branch of Freedom Fund Award program last year. You... Yeah. <laughs> that's fucked up. Hey, that's his world, man. He's making it. He's making it. Ain't no way, man, boy. Ain't no way in the world. That'd be like, bro, that would literally be like trying to honor the Klan and and take the racism out of it. We're not, we ain't agreeing with the racism of the Klan. <laughs> We just talk about the morals that it stood on. Like, that's what they're saying. The South. Yeah, no, nigga. <sighs> and slavery wasn't the forefront. We're not going to put them first. Yeah. It was about the South. It was about the South. <laughs> it was about the goddamn industrial situation with the slaves. <laughs> Y'all went to war. We ain't talking about cotton. We... We talking about the South. Talking about cotton, boy. The South. Talking about the South. What happened was the <laughs> niggas wanted y'all to stop having slaves because they couldn't compete with, compete with y'all industrially because up here they was having to pay niggas and down there y'all just had free fucking labor. So they couldn't. <laughs> so we got to make this playing board even. Yeah. And since we know that the slavery shit ain't going to cut it, man, y'all got to let the slaves go, man. And they said, absolutely not. This is the South. This is the South. We will do as the South does. <laughs> oh, my God. My God apparently hasn't seen the hateful eight. Man, that dirty nigga there, boy. Oh, my goodness. He's a dirty coon. All right. <laughs> <laughs> my bad. Hey, <laughs> good. Oh, man. Oh, shit, man. It's a good time to you up, man. I got Vegas shit, dog. It's the shit that happened while we was there. Oh, okay. My bad. I'm going to try to make sure I didn't lose this story because it's next. Okay. Okay. I'm going to run these out. Like I said, this is going to spill into probably many episodes and the more I remember. So we get there on some trip. We walk in. We hear screaming, hollering, help me, help me. We're going closer to the help me. It's four officers on a woman. They got her hog tied and pent back. What she did? I don't know what she did, but whatever she did, wasn't nobody helping her because she did it. <laughs> and she was screaming, "Hell, they try to kill me!" She's like, "Nah." Everybody else is just walking past her, like, "Nah, you you did that shit." So we just left her alone too. This shit. Oh wow! So then from there we go. We get this Lyft driver. A little African dude, he's probably about 5'3", five, 5'4". Five, he gets to talking to us, talking about, yeah, man, 
My grandmother, she was 6'4". My grandfather, he was something, something. And I'm short as shit. He said, all my brothers are taller than me. He ain't your daddy, nigga. <laughs> my brothers are taller than me. He said, my sons, they taller than me. My wife, she's 5'10". They call her giraffe mommy. <laughs> and shit like that, right? She talking about how one of his sons done bucked up against him. He said, shit, I didn't want to fight that nigga. I'm lazy. <clears throat> he said, he whooped my ass, but I'm lazy too. I don't want to fight. Then you heard a term, uh, kick rocks. Yeah. We in this lift, we look, I look over. It's this dude just, I don't know if he lost all his money, anything. He just over there literally just kicking rocks. Kicking rocks. Yeah. Like, he's sad. He's all by himself. It's kind of dark where you live. And you, all you can see is his figure, and you can hear the rocks. That nigga sad. <laughs> hey, that nigga was good and sad. Oh, man. Then, uh, get back to the hotel, Doc. Like, as soon as we get back. So, we got this game that we've been playing since we were little called That's You. Yeah. You see somebody who's fucked up or... In an odd situation. Hey, that's you right there. What you yeah. doing over there? All so right. What you got going on? I hear my cousin say, Pa, that's you. And I didn't pay no attention because I didn't see it. He seen it come around the corner because it was some glass. Okay. Why was it motherfucking uh, Reno, Lieutenant Dangle, <laughs> them shorts? Them shorts. They were shorter than them shorts. Oh, shit. This he nigga had, go for a he had a nut slip. No way around that. I was like, what the fuck? His homeboy was like, hey, put those up. <laughs> and they were from the other side, but you know uh, what I'm saying? He, hey, it was, it was. They said indecent is indecent. It, it, was, away. it was traumatic, bro. Put them goddamn, put them, put them nuts away. So he got me with him, right? But then I, the end of the night, we, we was like, ain't nothing that's going to happen. We walk into the elevators and shit. Out of nowhere, this motherfucker comes kicking like Michael Jackson around the corner, right? And he's got this, he's got this, like, disturbed Benny from Benny and June look. <laughs> My nigga Johnny Depp, yeah. yeah. So he got that look, right? And his hair, like, he's looking at us through the mirrors and shit. I'm like, what the fuck? So he's standing in the elevator. I talk to my cousin, I said, that's you. Because he come, he, then he's doing the pootie tang. Not, not the pootie tang, but the white version of pootie tang. When at the end, when he was like, Pootie Tang needs to walk like this. That's how he was doing. So we pressed the button. Tell me why this weird motherfucker hopped on the same elevator as us and just stood there for a minute and didn't press no number. He was coming to get you with y'all, nigga. No. After a minute, he pressed nine and then he just stood there like this. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck? Hey. <laughs> that nigga fresh. He fried, fried, fried. Man, it was a trip, bro. Fried died late to the side, nigga. Yeah, it was a trip. That's a little bit of my, I'm going to give him for now. Because, shit, boy, it's worse. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> you know, Vegas is a different world, baby. Whole different world. Man, officer, the black officer has been cleared in the killing of a newborn. Oh. I actually have to agree with him on this one. As 
the dad used the newborn as a shield in a police shooting. Shoot out with the police. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. This dirty motherfucker grabbed the baby. This is Harrison County, Mississippi. The officer who was involved in the tragic death of the three-month-old LaMelo Parker nearly a year ago will not face any charges related to the shooting. After a full deliberate uh, investigation, the shooting of Eric Smith, which was the father, and LaMelo Parker, the circumstances as they existed at the time of the shooting, the grand jury finds no criminal conduct on behalf of the law enforcement officers involved. According to the police, Smith killed his ex-girlfriend, Christian Parker, 32, and her 26-year-old nephew, Brandon Parker, in East Baton Rouge Parish earlier that day, then kidnapped the infant, Christian Parker, with the mother of them. Smith fled east on I-10 with the baby into Hancock County, Mississippi somewhere, where deputies laid spike strips causing Smith's vehicle to come to a stop in the middle of I-10, no Mark Parker 11. According to the grand jury, which was compiled members of the jury, with the baby, okay. Smith exited the vehicle with the baby clenched against his chest using one hand and held a gun in the other hand. Smith then raised the gun and shot in the directions of the officers parked behind the vehicle. Damn. And they fired back. Of course. Killing him and the baby. And probably didn't know the baby was in his hand at the, in the heat of the moment. <clears throat> so I have to agree with them on that one, man. That's, man, that's kind of some psychological shit uh, evaluation that the uh, officer has to oh, go through. Oh, no. He needs to go through some shit. Yeah. Because no, I know that man had no intentions on killing no damn thing. Hell no. Baby. Not at all. But he was in, like you said, he was... In the heat of the moment. In the heat of the moment. He was... Protecting himself because the man was shooting at them. Exactly. And he ended up killing that baby. Damn. Rest in peace, little baby. Yeah, rest in peace to Mellow Parker. That's crazy. Was that his own son? Yeah. Yeah. He's dead too, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, All right. He deserves to be. Yeah. Because if he'd have lived after some shit like that, boy, I wish nothing but bad things on him. Mm. He had already killed the mom. And her nephew. Was it nephew? Or yeah, nephew. Her nephew. So the baby's cousin. Crazy. Kidnapped the baby. They used the baby as a shield to shoot the police. Down. Down. Selfish, too. Yeah. Yeah. That's sad in a bitch. Yeah, another little story about a baby. I'll never forget these motherfuckers. Baby was born with two fully formed dicks. I saw that story. Go ahead. Go ahead. And they said it's a rare thing that happens. My baby was born with two penises. Thanks to an extremely rare, two fully formed penises. Thanks to an extremely rare birth defect. That every five to six, that only happens once in every five to six million babies. Okay. The condition is called diphilia, 
D-I-P-H-A-L-L-I-A. It's one of the world with two dicks. Now, this is the part that I just can't get jiggy with. I'd never forgive them. Nope. They removed one. I know. These motherfuckers removed a bigger one. They said, fuck his uh, reproductive courses. Why would they take the bigger dick? I don't know. Yeah, it was a doctor's room full of little dick-ass doctors. And they was mad and they was jealous. He's look at this big dick on this baby. We're going to take this dick. Matter of fact, he has two dicks. He has two dicks. Why do you say Every man's dream. <laughs> <laughs> Every man's dream. <laughs> and you took one away. You took the bigger one. I can you would take it one of the dicks. Talk about spilling the beans. Yeah. <laughs> I can give would take it one of the dicks, man. I understand. Just to make it normal. But why y'all take the bigger dick? They, like you said, they had to be jealous. But imagine his story growing up, too. I had a dick so big, they cut it out. Look <laughs> 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 like a baby arm holding that. I made all of They thought I had three legs. Cut <laughs> <laughs> the bigger one off. I mean, I'd never forget him, bro. Nah. When I got old enough, I saw him. <laughs> Defamation of character. Yeah. Psychological something or another. And it's written. It's like, yeah. It's all form. It's so all, it's all we can't, there. We can't have no denials. Psychological something, man. Ain't no way in the world this is all right. We are cutting out the Hippocratic Oath and we are talking about this. Then I cut that baby's dick off. <laughs> Then they cut the baby's dick off. Terrible. I saw that story, too. <laughs> Since we're speaking about the baby, uh, baby, we might as well talk about the baby. What did... Oh! Yeah, go ahead. Shot that nigga. Yeah. Shot that intruder. Or whatever it whatever was. Whatever it was. Uh-oh. Not bad people. I didn't, I didn't turn to silence. <laughs> Tripping. Just this pod. Yeah, the nigga, the nigga, they, they said they're not sure if, uh, if, still not quite sure if dude was an intruder. Mm. He said he's, like, been known to kind of, like, wander around. Mm. But, <laughs> from what I understand, that nigga crib ain't a crib that you can just wander around to like it's gated and gated it's, community, so it's, it's like his crib is gated. Like oh, it's a state. The, okay. You got a big ass crib in North Carolina. It's a gated around state. there. You pretty much meddling if you ain't supposed to be there. Yeah, said so I heard the police the the nine one one call. He called a nigga. He's dude on the ground crazy. Y'all didn't get here. I done shot this nigga. He said you you did well. He said I shot the nigga. He said, is he alive? He said, you hear him back there yelling. And then they go, oh, oh. <laughs> Hell no. Hey, then they can put an Instagram post up the other day, the day after talking about had to shoot a nigga yesterday. It felt good to actually spare his life. Mm. I didn't. I, like, uh, like the Walmart. Yeah. You yeah. that nigga. <laughs> I don't know why they keep playing with that boy. Hey. Lee, and man, if it ain't nobody else in this motherfucker, this game, that they need to leave alone. That's the nigga they need to leave the fuck alone. <laughs> yeah. Bro, that nigga has no problem popping a nigga, fighting a nigga. nigga, 
Shit, slapping a nigga. Slapping a nigga, no. No. Was that him and uh, the one dude in the jury store where the dude pants came off? Was that him? Yeah. Yeah, okay. He beat the pants off that nigga. <laughs> dude, <laughs> dude eventually ended up passing, so rest in peace. To oh, shit, for real? Overdosed. Oh, okay. So that was uh, Cam Coldheart. Yeah, Cam Coldheart. I yeah, remember that. He overdosed not too long ago. Yeah, right. Like five, six months ago. That's crazy. Before he overdosed, he got beat out of his goddamn pants. At the mall. At the mall. It was a jewelry store, right? Yeah. And it was at the Gucci store. Gucci store, okay. I know yeah. it was a store. And we were just recently, he ended up being beat the dog shot of his baby mama brother at that bowling alley. Yeah. Which uh, dude dropped charges on that. Yeah, yeah, he did. Danny Lay or Danny, Danny Lay, Lay or brother. something like that. Danny Lay's the girl. That's his oh, baby mama. Okay. I forgot the brother's name. He's a, he's a non-factor. Yeah. He, that nigga cut his hair because I guess he didn't appreciate the way they flung him around by his shit. And he dropped the charges. They got to come back for round two. Yeah. Ivan Drago. Uh, speaking of which, about shootings and shit, uh, you hear about this shit with ASAP Rocky? Uh-oh, Ivan. Yeah, they, uh, they looking for him. ASAP? Uh, yeah, it said something be some. uh Parts of some murder or something. I seen it on uh, 23 and 1 lockdown. Dude was talking about how they going after ASAP Rocky right now. Wow. Yeah. Because he was talking about, well, shit, he got in trouble overseas. Yeah, he got in trouble overseas. The president had to get him back, and now he's getting in trouble here. Wow. But, uh, yeah, I didn't get too far into it or what it's about, but I know it's about murder or some shit. That man's the luckiest nigga in the world. He knocked up my old girlfriend. Yeah. He loved you, boy. <laughs> he can be whatever's going on, man. He got he got some good luck. Yeah, he do. He knocked up a lady. Yeah. <sighs> I ain't mad at him or her, but, you know. She said it was consensual. Yeah, things happen, man. People grow apart. <laughs> People grow apart. Me and her, <laughs> me and her were seeing eye to eye like we used to. You know what I mean? She went her separate way. You know, we broke up. I told her, I just want to see you happy. So, she, I just didn't think she was going to be happy with that nigga. She went to be happy ASAP. And yeah, I didn't think it was going to happen that quick. She know I love her, though. Hey, Riri. <laughs> <laughs> she know, she know I love him. Man. People just grow apart, man. <laughs> it happens, man. It's, it happens. <laughs> That's fucked up. Yeah, it happens. <laughs> um, man, talk about the two dick baby. My note literally says two dick baby. That's crazy. Not know, right? That sounds terrible. I'm not going right into that story. Because, no, I'm not ever talking about a baby with two dicks. But um, I got one for you. <laughs> <laughs> we will find out later why you didn't go into that story. <laughs> <laughs> the cops are looking for a nigga for South Carolina. Cops hunting a South Carolina man accused of smashing plates of whipped cream into people, people's faces to go viral. This nigga doing like prank things. You doing prank TikToks and shit and just smacking people but with. But he doing with strangers, nigga. Look at the look on this nigga face in the surveillance video they got. Look at how happy he looks. <laughs> 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 so you see, yeah. Like a kid in a candy store. Yeah. 
The surveillance image released by the police showed the gritty suspect leaning up against the wall as he held a plate of hand, a plate of one hand, and a can of ammo in the other, whipped cream. One of his targets was a woman who was pushing her child in a stroller on the sidewalk. Wow. Police said they received multiple reports of similar incidences throughout the day. Damn. So now they're looking for this nigga because he is a serial whipped creamer. <laughs> he might, he might go to jail, that. but I'm pretty sure their videos is going to be numbers. Who, who was the one that just whooped his ass after that? Man, I know, right? Because we had to get him. I had to get him. I burned a whole bunch of calories that day getting that motherfucker. Be like, man, it's over. It'd be two hours later. I'd still be chasing this nigga. <laughs> Shit. Hit me with a can, uh, a plate of cream. Fuck that. Yeah. That nigga with a motherfucker. But I'm like, what they supposed to laugh after that shit? He better be lucky he didn't get shot. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's the that's the world we live in with this with the with the viral shit. Everybody wanna shit. do something over the top. Yeah. That's like the little dudes that be walking up to people talking about, you want a little coke? Yeah. They you want a little coke? coke? Yeah, they actually got a little coke in their pocket, a little coke bottle. That's all what dudes walking to the police because you want a little pot. <laughs> what you want? You want a little, a little pot? <laughs> and the nigga was pulling a little bit of pot out of his bag and headed to the cop. The cop said, man, come on, man. <laughs> ah, man, but yeah, this nigga's the whipped cream bandit, man. Hell nah. He's looking for niggas, man. <laughs> He's looking for niggas. I think, uh. Oh, that's right. I got one. Real quick, uh, they said Will Smith has been flooded with offers for movies. So he has been. That's what's up. And he said there's no shortage of people that want to work with the star. And he's not gonna be canceled. No, he's gonna be looked upon sadly for a while. But yeah, but not canceled. Not canceled. Who needs to be canceled is that that wife. Man, something wrong. Talk about that toxic ass. Something wrong with her. It better be made of uh, pure gold with diamond cluster. It's but he a made, buster. It's got to be made of more than that. <laughs> she need to be made of some special, some of that special material that I found on the moon or something. Because that ain't going to... You said material off the moon? Yeah, some special material that I found on the moon or something. Oh, shit. I need to know about it. The fifth element. But, uh... <laughs> <laughs> you hear about the, the, the New Jersey... The law of New Jersey just passed. They just they just went legal with the marijuana. Okay, but they took it a step further, nigga. The police can smoke as long as they're not on duty. That's fucking fair. They can drink. That's hey, look, I'm not mad at it. No, no, no. I'm just saying they can drink. Why not? They should be able to partake too. Not all cops drink. You know what I mean. I'm not mad at it. And they'd probably be a lot more cool with motherfuckers if they... Oh, man, come on now. Y'all got to put that shit out while y'all driving. Go home and smoke. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Now, I'm going to give you this warning. I'll catch you out here again. You're going to get the ticket. Yeah. Oh, man, come on. Nah. This this, this, what we got to do. we got to do. It's like alcohol. Now, if I catch you again... Yeah, that's your ass. Yeah. It's not a gay chance. I can see that being a lot more... Better. Yeah. Now, why they at work and on duty now? Yeah, nah, that's a different ball game. <laughs> a whole different ball game. 
But yeah, I mean, shit, teachers got to do it. Yeah. And police interact with people in a way worse way. Yeah. You know, I mean, just because they're police and people want to give them a fucking attitude. Yeah. You know. So shit, niggas get so congratulations to that shit. Yeah. I like that. A step further. Shit, now stop uh, with the with the uh, job testing piss and shit. Yeah, people live. We are on to Florida man. Are we on Florida man? I think so. Okay. Well, I got beer bath. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Sure. I mean, I mean, you, I mean, yeah. I got two of them. I got one. All right. Yeah, like I said, I got a beer bath. <laughs> it's crazy shit. Florida man is facing charges for allegedly urinating on several cases of beer inside a store. Oh, Rockfish police responded to the Hop and Pop convenience store on looks like Easter Boulevard on April 16th. So the arrest affidavit says a 61-year-old man walked into the store and tried entering the restroom. It was locked. That's when the man allegedly approached the store's beer cave, unzipped his pants, and started <laughs> urinating on several cases of beer. Dirty motherfucker. Uh, the store owner told cops uh, about six cases of beer worth $113.36 were damaged and unable to be sold. The unexpected moment was caught on the store's surveillance cameras along with the man's license plate. So they contacted the man on Wednesday, April uh, April 2420, and arrested him on a misdemeanor charge. Uh, Pissing on shit. Of uh, uh, criminal mischief. <laughs> <laughs> Dirty motherfucker. My Florida man goes to Mr. Melvin George Townsend III. What a name. Of Poopy Gorda, Florida. He is the man that got beat up by Mike Tyson the other day. <laughs> He's from Florida. Yes. Fuck me up when I dug into who he was. I said perfect. Perfect. I didn't know that because I sure didn't have him. Yeah, Melvin George Townsend III from Putin Gorda, Florida is the man that harassed Mike Tyson on a JetBlue flight until he pissed off champ bad enough that he beat him the fuck up. <laughs> he whooping his ass. Hey, over the seat. Yeah. He was holding his hands down. And <laughs> <laughs> Dude was lumped up and scarred up. <laughs> so, yeah. That's my Florida guy, man. Mr. Melvin, what will make you, bro? I don't give a fuck how old Mike Tyson gets, my nigga. I ain't fucking with They said the nigga's like a super criminal though. The dude did it. Yeah. He's just a troublemaker. Oh, because he wanted an autograph. Yeah. Mike told him no. Yeah. Like if I was him, I'd just be like, hey, Mike Tyson, reach out for a fist bump and kept on going. Mm-hmm. Shit. I know how that nigga is. So shit, even if, even if he refused to fist bump, well, I salute you, my guy, and keep on going. You know what I mean? Yeah. I ain't fucking with Mike Tyson. No, bro. He let the tiger out the cage all the time, man. Listen, man. Sometimes you just gotta leave people to fuck them all. <laughs> and I'm just like, like,
celebrities are not like they're at your beck and call. Man, them is people too. Hell yeah. So if that motherfucker like respectfully tell you like, hey, not right now. Leave him alone. I would. Yeah. yeah shit, I ain't fucking with him. Maybe like when you see motherfuckers like out with their family, people go over and fuck with me. Man, I'm in my family, bro. I like Dave Chappelle. Yeah. I'm a change, bitch. <laughs> Said Mickey Mouse came up the time. <laughs> yeah, that, that that's my Florida man. Man, he got he got stomped out. Alright. My uh this next one goes to two Florida women. It's uh Daniel Shia Sabata, she's forty two, and Jocelyn Bryant is thirty one. Florida bride and caterer accused of lacing wedding food with marijuana. A bride and her caterer were arrested for allegedly lacing food at the wedding with marijuana. Uh, the Seminole County Sheriff's Office charged Danya and Jocelyn with culpable negligence, delivery of marijuana, and violating Florida's Anti-Tampering Act. They said that uh, Svoboda met with Brian to discuss the food options at her wedding. Yeah. And that Svoboda agreed to allow Brian to lace the food with cannabis. Oh, wow. Uh, the wedding guests were not told the food contained marijuana. So just hiding the bitch. And several became sick and had to be hospitalized. One woman became paranoid and unruly while in the emergency room and had to be given medication to calm down. It says uh, when another guest confronted Svoboda about it, about the food, she was she acted excited and admitted that it contained marijuana. However, when another wedding guest texted her from the, the hospital about the situation, she replied, uh, we have no idea. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> they confiscated samples of the food, or excuse me, investigators confiscated, confiscated samples of the food and sent them to a lab for testing. The lab test confirmed the marijuana was found in the lasagna. They also said that guests uh, took drug tests that came back positive for THC. It ain't no shit you do to nobody, bro. Yeah, uh, both the caterer and the bride posted bond and were released until their arraignment in June. Yeah, idiots. Ain't no shit you do, man. You don't know what do people like that. You don't know what people, what their beliefs are on the shit. Right. You don't know, like me personally, I'm allergic to marijuana. That's why I was about to say that, too. I'm allergic to the shit. I'd have been in the hospital. Right. Then second, let's say you're not allergic to the shit and you don't even really realize it happened, but you got a job where you're a forklift driver or a something truck like driver that, or yeah. anything else and something happens Accident. and you go. You have to go. Remember, you remember we had a story on here a few months back. Uh, the, the, the women failed the drug test because of some there's a bagel shop or some shit that they went and got. Oh, the poppy from. seeds or Remember something like shit, that. Yeah. But they used THC in the shit. Yeah. And and everybody was failing the drug test and come to find out the people at the motherfucking restaurant wasn't telling them they was putting THC in the shit. Yeah. And these motherfuckers losing their livelihood. Like that's a choice I have to goddamn make. You don't get to make yeah, that. Yeah, you don't me. get to make that. You can either tell people on uh, disclosure about what's going on. But yeah, I know there was law for tampering like that. Yeah. That's code. Yeah. But these dumb motherfuckers. These idiots, man. <laughs> Florida people. Florida, Florida man. 
different, bro. <laughs> they different, bro. I don't understand what they be doing. Yeah, yeah. I think that's, that's, that's it for Florida people. Ah, yeah, that's it for now. It's time for the, for them, for them. Melanated Mags. Melanated Mags. Uh, I only got one. I only got one myself. It's kind of lengthy, though, but it's not that lengthy. I got a quick one. You want me to go first and knock them out? Yeah. It's a father and son duo that have, um, father and son duo create the first black-owned baby food and canned vegetable brand. Okay. Good, spelled G-O-O-D-E. Good Foods. Is a black family-owned company based out of Chicago since 2003. The Johnson family has dedicated their lives and careers to providing the highest quality beans and vegetables to our communities. All products have a non-GMO, mm. non-sugar added, plus everything is WIC approved. That's what's up. Look out for good foods in your local Kroger, Jewel, Oscar, Summer, Meyer, and Walmart. You can't find them in stores. Customers can now order them on Walmart.com. Cool. Yeah. That's what's up. Yeah. I need more shit like that out here in the world. Especially, you know, because I've, I've been under the belief for a long time that a lot of these food companies do certain shit to foods that they know. Uh, I don't even just say our community consumers, but. It's everybody. The, you know, lower. Oh, yeah. They and they and shit done poison, bro. Like yeah, yeah. So that's good. why you look when you go to the store, you see all the everything that's good for you on the outside. Yeah, it's yeah. It's not on the outside wall. It's not really good for you. It's, hey, this is true. Yeah, you know what I mean. And then uh, that that shit about low shelf, high shelf. Yeah. Anything on the high shelf is more healthier for you than what's on the lower shelf. shelf. Yep. Nah, you right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's crazy, right. doc. It's the the psychology they play with us on that shit, man. You're right. That's terrible. Huh. I ain't thinking about that. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, you're right. Uh I got uh this goes out to a black woman by the name of Tracy Mears or okay. Mears. Uh, it says black woman named Valedictorian thirty eight years after high school snub. I saw that. You saw it? She had to share it with her white counterpart. Mm-hmm. In, the, in like 88 or some shit. 84. 84. Yeah, it says uh, Tracy Mears was 17 when she topped her class at Springfield High in 1984, paving the way to become the school's first black valedictorian. However, the same year, the school chose instead to honor the year's top performers rather than traditional valedictorian and salutatorian titles. They said, nah, we can't give it to her. Right. We had some other shit. And it says due to the change, due to that change, Mears was declared a top student alongside Heather Russell, a white student. Uh, Mears was finally recognized as a valedictorian of her graduating class following a screening of the new documentary "No Title for Tracy," which I never heard of. Uh, and uh, the direct it was directed by Illinois filmmaker Maria Ansley. The documentary tells a story of systematic racism in America. Now a legal scholar at now legal scholar at Yale College of Law, Mears told the Journal Register that she that she had a lot of trepidation about coming back here and meeting my seventeen year old self. Mm. 
So my first reaction is that it's incredibly gratifying, but it's also a lot to process. Mirror added. Uh, it's the uh, metaphor of a dry sponge. When you pour a bunch of water on a dry sponge, it takes a while to soak it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's crazy, bro. They did yeah, her dirty. Yeah, they did her dirty. I'm glad they, glad they came back around and tried to wrong their little right, though. They tried to right their wrong. Right their wrong after a documentary came out yeah, about this. Yeah, you know how that go. It was all good <laughs> with this shit happening. Then they motherfuckers talking about it. They go, oh, shit, what did it? Oh, I'm sorry. I do have another one. This is kind of an honorary uh, Black Excellence. I got an honorary, too. I do not know this man's name. Um, this is from Vegas, man. Uh... So, there's a dispensary down there called The Reef. Okay. And when we first went there back in uh, 2019, which is my first time going, <clears throat> the security dude was like cool than a motherfucker. You know, every other place, like, security was just normal. They wasn't talking to you or nothing. But this dude was actually talking to us, telling us what goes on and how to, you know, go about doing things and shit. So, when I went back this year, you know what I'm saying, a couple of days ago, uh, I noticed that, you know, I'm like, damn, this dude look familiar. You know what I'm saying? It was the security nigga? The security dude, yeah. Okay. And so he got did the same thing when we came the first time. He was talking to us. We was like, we don't know what we want to get yet. He's like, oh, y'all cool just standing right there. He was actually cool about it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Until the other little dickhead dude came around talking other shit. But anyway, so upon my leaving and stuff, I looked at him again. I was like, because he was talking to me again, like, hey, man, you, you have a good night, just that the other. And I was like, hey, bro, can I ask you a question? He was like, yeah. I was like, uh, was you working here in 2019? And he was like, yeah, I had just started. Mm-hmm. I said, okay, that's what's up, man. I was like, I remember you because of how cool you was. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I just wanted to make sure it was you were the same person. I don't know your name. And shit, and I was like, you, you see millions of people. So... Mm-hmm. And he was like, yeah, man, uh, let me tell you one thing, though. When you met me, I had just started. And, uh, you know, that's when I, you know, whatever. But he said, now, three years later, I'm the head of of the security here. You know what I'm saying? Good shit, bucko. So that's why I want to give a melanated mag out to him, man. You know what I'm saying? Uh, he works at the Reef Dispensary. You know what I'm saying? Not no commercial for them, not no ad, but that's where he's at. If y'all ever go out there, cool to the motherfucker. Hell yeah. Shout out to him, man. Shout out to the cool ass security nigga. Hell yeah. My little honorary is my damn son, boy. Shout out to my son. That nigga's kicking uh-huh. ass and taking names on that track. Shout out to Boss Man. That's boy. what's up. Hey, he's whooping ass on the track. One hundred and two hundred, nigga. He ain't got no. He got first, he first and second all over this motherfucker. He ain't got no lower than second place the whole season so far. That's what's up. Yeah, shit. Especially be uh, you know what I'm saying as young as he is doing what he's doing. Yeah, you know he's in elementary, but they um, they bust him to the middle school. He runs for the middle school. Yeah. See, that's cool, yeah. motherfucker, man. Shout out to my boy. He's my honorary. Casper and his athletic abilities. Hopefully, he's gonna get that, get it big. I'm doing something. I don't need, I don't need no bunch of money. He can just, you know, get make sure you got a daddy quarters at your, at your crib, right? And I want him like a new Escalade. 
figure on that. That's it. <laughs> Hit this nigga with the. Oh shit! Yeah, he just pummeled the alligator on the golf course. He trying to get them to move a little bit right there watching him. I bet y'all be watching sports. <laughs> Nigga just hit an alligator with a golf club. Gosh, <laughs> Zerkic classic uh, in New Orleans. Well, that makes sense. Why is a fucking alligator there? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Hey, man, well, you know what time it is, brother. For them weekly fakes. Fakes. I got fakes. two. I got two. All right. Let me start off. Yeah, go ahead. I got you, bro. So I ain't got nothing to did too much. Nothing. A lot of rape going on. Oh. Um, first one goes to a he's an actor by the name of Kalam Walker. Kalam Walker. Okay. He's best known for his role. Did you see the new Superfly movie? Yeah. So you know that nigga. Oh, the hater. The hater. Yeah. From the from the white squad. Yeah. Or whatever. The hater. Yeah. Well, it turns out that he's actually a hater. Worse than that, he uh turns out that he's uh, right. He he's been telling women, you know, the normal introducing to Drake and da 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 da. He gets a hold of them and aggressively breaks them and then records it and has been blackmailing them with putting the. The tape out is like a sex tape instead of a rape tape. Finally, before it came for, he's facing over a hundred years. He's been wow for multiple. He's been oh, he's 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 been found guilty of being a serial rapist. Damn, he just hasn't been sentenced yet. I knew he was a hater. I could just tell by yeah. his face. Yeah, he's see, he knows that mm-hmm. he was the hater off Superfly. It's terrible. The one, the one that shot that girl trying yeah. to... Yeah. That's fucked up, though, man. How you gonna... You're a movie star. Well, not a star, but you was a movie. Yeah. You got them serial rapists. You running around here raping people, telling them you can have them meet Drake. Yep. Well, I guess he likes stripes over checks. Because that's what he got. Nothing but a whole bunch of stripes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Roxanne Reed, no, excuse me, not Reed, Record. Yeah, Roxanne Record. She's 53. Titles of this article goes Girl 4 dies after grandma forced her to drink bottle of whiskey while mom watched. What? Yeah. What? Girl 4 years old dies after grandma forced her to drink bottle of whiskey. While the mom watched. Why? I don't know. It says a four-year-old girl just died after her grandmother forced her to drink a bottle of whiskey. Uh, Roxanne Record, 53, was arrested on Friday. And so was her daughter, 29-year-old Kasia Record, who allegedly watched as the child drank the alcohol. Uh, the child's cause of death was acute alcohol poisoning, according to the East Baton Rouge Parish Coroner's Office. She has been identified as China Record. China reportedly had a blood alcohol con- blood alcohol level of 0.680%, more than eight times Louisiana's driving limit for adults. 
what the fuck? Yeah, both the mother and the grandmother have been charged with first-degree murder. Um, all right, and I have more. Let's see here. Okay, first responders had reached the Rector's home already, but they weren't successful in, revi in reviving the child. Um, says the mother and grandmother were angry because they believed the child had drank alcohol from a bottle of whiskey that was on the counter. Probably what any little kid would fucking do. So then, then, then it took the make him smoke the whole carton of cigarettes thing and did it with whiskey. Yeah. And then killed the baby. Yep. That's what it says. It says that's when the grandmother allegedly forced her to drink the rest of the bottle, which was possibly more than halfway full. So we don't know what type of bottle this is, though. It says the little girl reportedly was forced to drink the bottle while on her knees in the hallway. Her mother was present but failed to intervene. Mm -mm. Oh, so she admits to it. She said Roxanne reportedly told detectives she messed up and wanted to take full responsibility. Good for her. Adding that she went too far and ruined everyone's life. Yeah. And says it comes after. Oh, well, that's something else about something else. But yeah, that, that's just messed up, man. <sighs> Drink this whole bottle of whiskey since you want to take the taste. You ready for mine? Yes, sir. Ex-teacher's aide convicted of sodomizing second grader at school. And he's a... He's a oh, God. He's a nigga, bro. He sodomized a kindergarten? And a second grader. That's, that's not better, but... Jurors on Thursday convicted of former teacher's aide of sodomizing a second grade student in 2015 and exposing him to the AIDS virus. Oh, shit. I didn't read this before I... Oh, okay. Uh -huh. The judge found Deontay Taylor, 39, of some part of St. Louis County, guilty of three counts of sodomy and one count of knowingly exposing someone to the HIV, to HIV. A separate case accusing Taylor of trying to arrange the murder of the boy his mother and his grandmother is pending. God damn! The boy was a student at Lusher Elementary in Hazelwood School District and he testified to that Taylor pulled him out of his music class the afternoon of November 13, 2015, took him to the bathroom and then to a vacant classroom where he showed him pornographic videos on his cell phone and made the boy give him oral sex and then raped him. I didn't know what to say. The boy, the boy now 14, and in the eighth grade, said to the court, I didn't know what to do. He said Taylor then led him back to class and that his classmates asked him what was wrong. He wouldn't tell them, but told his mother that afternoon that Taylor had sexually assaulted him. The boy's mother testified that she was furious and wanted to get a knife and a gun and go to the school and the police, and but went to the police instead. Words can't explain the anger and pain that I felt. She said, the boy's mother said her son has received mental health care since he was three. Damn. He has been diagnosed with autism, some type of disorder, attention deficit disorder, and was 
in the special school district of St. Louis County at the time of the attack. So he was in a special school because he had problems. Right. And this sick nigga took advantage of that shit. And gave and exposed the little nigga to AIDS. And then apparently tried to put a hit out on the boy, the mother, and the grandmother. She should have took that gun and that knife to that school. Or Mr. Deontay Taylor of St. Louis, nigga, I hope they put your ass somewhere deep and dark and fiery. Huh. You sick bitch. I didn't realize that was going to be that rough. No. Oh, I did. I read the headline and took the pictures and kept it moving. I just knew it was going to be a good one. I didn't realize it was going to be like that. That's crazy. <sighs> well, that was, a dark one. Yeah, that was a real dark one. I got a Sean Higgins. Ohio man allegedly killed man, cut off thumb to use his phone. Dumped body in Indiana. Shit. Says here from the from the Randolph County, Indiana, a 25-year-old man was arrested after allegedly killing his roommate and dumping the man's body in Indiana. Says on Thursday, April 14th, approximately 8.31 a.m., 25-year-old Easton Ho, sounds like an Asian, does, was reported missing. Ho's roommates reportedly told authorities Ho sent strange messages to them at like 2.45 in the morning. That old game. Yeah. Additionally, Ho did not show up for work the next morning in Miamisburg, Ohio. Uh, police say they suspected foul play after Ho's vehicle was located near Kettering around 6.30 p.m. They interviewed Ho's roommate, Sean Higgins, and he admitted to killing Ho. Higgins was reportedly arrested and charged with aggravated murder, abuse of corpse, tampering with evidence, theft, receiving stolen property, and he was booked in the Miami County Jail. That says... Uh, he cut. He allegedly cut off the, the victim's thumb so he could access whole cell phone. He said, "Send him texts and shit." Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, he's trying to get his. He's trying to get the story together. Yeah, I says uh, April fifteenth. Authorities in Indiana found Ho's remains near a bridge in Greenville Creek, near the Indiana Ohio state line. Wow. Uh, search teams reportedly found additional evidence in the water as well as the body. It says the remains were brought to the Randolph County Coroner's Office to confirm Ho's identity, and the additional evidence was turned over to investigators in Ohio. Goddamn, Jack. All right. And they don't have no other motive on it. That, that's the fucked up part. It's like he just snapped and killed it, man. Snapped and killed his roommate. That's why you gotta watch who you live with. Yeah, not facts. Shit. Like, you got background check on you motherfuckers. I say I've only had only had one roommate in my my like adult life. Uh-huh. And that was my nigga. So and we right. we was cool before we went and got a crib. So. Right. And I had one roommate myself, now my cousin, so and that was it. Yeah. We didn't have to worry about it. Plus we was on two opposite ends of the being in the house spectrum. Mm-hmm. Shit. Which worked out perfect. Shit, damn. Yeah, that's another one, bro. We said down the down the two. Forty six. Forty six. Forty six. You did it. Forty seven. You shit. did it. <laughs> this is what we call uh, 
take a take it for a test drive. Take it for a test drive. <laughs> <laughs> so you get them all pregnant oh, up in the grill. Like and subscribe. Like subscribe to all that good shit. We catch y'all on the next week. Yep. You know what I'm saying? See y'all next time. All right, y'all have a good one. Have a good one. Peace, peace.